Help I Got a Mac podcast episode number 128. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Help I Got a Mac podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I'm Chris Biting. Wow. And he is in studios, my friend. Studio. I'm in all of the studios. He's in all studios right now, virtually, (laughs) physically. He is here. You got it. And he has with him, my friends, get this, easy for me to say, the bipad. Completely smooth. Sounds like it goes on forever, doesn't it? It's perfect. All right. Anyway, folks, we have a great show planned for you today. And uh, my friends, uh, we, of course, got a lot to talk about in the world of Apple because they had themselves a little uh, PR nightmare, which I talked a little bit on my own last week about. Yeah. Uh, But they also had a press release to kind of uh, put out the fires, if you will. What do you think, Chris? It. You know what? I, I walked I walked away virtually as I sat at my desk. Uh, I walked away from the whole thing okay. I'm fine with it. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, it, it was a non-issue for me to begin with mm-hmm. because I really haven't had any issues with my phone. And yeah, I get my the money I spend on my bumper back. Eh, big deal. Yeah. I, th- that's the big deal here is, is that, you know, the, of course, I don't know how a lot of people were talking about the fact that they're they're pointing out Everybody else has these problems and stuff like that. The one thing I can say is is they're they're putting the videos up of you know the, they just put a new video up on their site without publicly announcing it. They just put a new one up yeah, about Nokia. Nokia and and showing the death grip there. But the thing is, is to to do that with the Nokia phone, to do that with some of the, I mean, you have to actually grip that thing pretty tight, cup it all the way around. And stuff like that. And I will just, I, I do want to say, and I, I, by the way, I love my iPhone. All right. So, so hear me out. I love my iPhone. But the fact is, is Chris, all you have to do to make it happen here is to do this. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, it's one pinky. You could hold your phone right like this and, and it does the sim, the signal drop. Now, of course, all I'm doing is put my little pinky over the part part where it has the little separator between the top antenna and the bottom antenna on the left-hand side of the phone. No other phone has a point where if you just touch it, it drops that much of your signal. Yeah. Uh, I I, I just want to say, Apple, I think they're they're barking up the wrong path just to say everybody else has the death grip. I don't know. There is a site called... uh, I'm trying to find it here. Um called uh don't hold it wrong yeah and basically what it is is pictures because all the manufacturers nokia uh sony all these companies said you know we don't tell people how to hold their phones they can hold them any way they want to what this is is in every manual of all these different handset manufacturers telling you how to hold your phone Right. So what they're doing is that this website's showing showing that these companies said we don't tell customers how to hold their phones. They can hold them any way they want to. Showing them that no, you have it in your manual how to hold your phone and not how to hold it. Nice. So yeah, I 
you know what? I, I think this issue, it, we've we've beat this horse. Yeah. It's been dead for a while. Well, well here's the big deal, okay? All right. The, the, the summation is this. Three million iPhone 4s sold. Is that correct? Yeah. They, they're selling them as fast as they're making them. Okay. Three million have been sold. You cannot walk into a store and buy one of these things because they are in very high demand. Extremely high. Extremely high demand. I mean, as soon as they come off the assembly line, they're pretty much being shipped out to people. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean, it, it, it's that crazy. Right, right off the container ships off China. I mean, it's like, you know, when you order your phone now, it says it's shipping from Wuhan, China or, or you know, Shanghai or, or whatever. So, yeah. Yeah, as soon as these come off the assembly line, they're getting in a box and they're going to your house. Exactly. So I don't see the, I mean, I would imagine if this was a huge problem, and of course, Apple during their press release said, listen, you know, we'll give you 30 days, no you know, money back guarantee, you know, go, if you don't like the phone, just bring it back. No restocking fee, no, nothing. We'll just You just bring it back if you're unsatisfied. Mm-hmm. Well, my friends... I tell you what, you go to the Apple store, that, that was last week. Yeah. You go to the Apple store today, guess what? You're still not getting an iPhone 4. <laughs> no. I'm sorry, my friends. There, This thing's in demand. And you know what? I think Consumer Reports, ugh, whatever. I don't know when the last time I read Consumer Reports was. That's like my dad's magazine. You know, when I think of Consumer Reports, it's like, okay, I want to find out maybe about the best, you know, vacuum cleaner. <laughs> exactly. I know, it's like, do you know how well, often it, I buy vacuum cleaners? Well, it showed there uh, on Consumer Reports website and in the magazine it showed or what uh, their testing facility. So it had that this phone being held, right, by, you know, rubber bands or whatever, which that's how they all do it, with the testing gear right there next to it. Then... Fast forward, and you know, people are like, why, why didn't Apple test this thing? They show the $100 million antenna testing facility, these, uh, these chambers that Apple built where you know, the testing equipment is in a completely different room, shielded, and they have these giant rooms with these like, giant foam needles and spikes that help like, cancel out all the, all the, all the uh, outside an- antenna you know, sections and stuff like that. So to say that Apple didn't test this or didn't have any idea that any of this attenuation stuff would exist is preposterous. Yeah. It's like Steve said, we knew it was going to be, you know, we knew, we knew this happened. We didn't think it was a big deal. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and here's the deal. I mean, I, I have my phone in my hand right now without its case, and I am putting my finger right over that spot. I had, what do they have now? Five bars? Yeah. I, they had, it had five bars. Just holding it right like this is just already it's brought it down to three bars. I don't think it's going to bring it down well, here, to two. Here's the thing, Cliff. Uh, with the case on right now on my phone, yeah. I have three bars. I, I'm down to two bars now. So so thing is, though, I don't drop calls. Yeah, and, and the thing is, is, with two bars, I'm still able to make a call. You can now, still make a call with one bar. Right. And so the situation, though, is what would happen in a, if I'm in an area where normally... I have a good solid two or three bars, yeah, and then I do this, and then I drop a call. Still is an issue, but what I got to say is is that you know, well, who uses these, these thing to make a phone call anyway? Yeah. <laughs> and who 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 doesn't use a case? I mean, it, it was yeah. funny. John Gruber asked uh, Steve and a couple other guys, you know, um, do you guys use cases? And they all pulled out their phones, and they don't, you know, they, they all they all have them without cases. But yeah, you know, I like I said, I, I think I think Apple dressed it. Uh, they'll probably make a manufacturing change at some point, but you know, if you've got a problem, they're going to give you a case. If you've bought a case, a, a bumper case, if you bought a bumper case when it came out, like I did, they were thirty dollars. 
Um, you're which, gonna... by the way, is a total ripoff. I mean, seriously. there was no other cases when Let I me see your case, your bumper. I, I, I like it. I, no, I, I like it too. I just, I just want to believe me. It, it should be a fifteen dollar case, but now I don't feel so bad buying it because I get the money back. So no, that's that's great. You know what I do like about the case though is you know I, I like the the metal buttons on the side how mm-hmm. it still gives you that metal button feel. I dropped the phone yesterday at my house. Yeah, and it landed flat like on the bumper and, and kind of bounced. Yeah, and it was fine. It was fine. So, yeah. Yeah, and and it you know I, I like that I like the metal button at the top. Um, it looks like does the dock connector you know or not the dock connector but the the charger if the if you plug the plug in it doesn't block it at all. Right. Yeah. You can't obviously put it in a dock or anything like that. But right. Yeah. The the charger that it comes with fits without taking it out. The one thing I can say that I don't like about my case and I and and it would appear to be the same thing here on your on your bumper. I don't like that it recesses the headphones jack yeah. because I do have a cassette adapter that will not plug into that. Now see that's it's rubber so mine was a little snug but it when it it fits now my I've got a thin uh cassette well that's not a cassette but it's like the line in you know cable for my yeah. car. Yeah. Mine's really really thin uh in in circumference so yeah see if i wanted to plug this in yeah not gonna happen my this uh, is just a standard eighth inch plug i use my goes into my mixer and i I have to take the case off to plug it in i use my big giant sony uh uh, studio headphones when i mow grass just because it helps block out the noise yeah it doesn't work with the case so yeah and i'm not i'm not to the point where i want to run around with it without it on it especially when i'm mowing grass so what i do i still use my my earbuds i just turn them way up and (laughs) My wife makes fun of me because it gets dusty when I'm, you know, mowing and stuff like that. So I take my phone and I take a Ziploc bag and I put it in the Ziploc bag nice. and I put it in my pocket. <laughs> she looks at me like I'm I'm nuts. She's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "It's protecting my phone." Maybe you have an idea for a, an <clears throat> Apple product there. The, someone's already come out with something like that for the iPad. It's like a, it's a bag that you can you seal take up to the beach. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, you put, take it before you go to the beach because sand is the worst thing for these screens. It's just so it's so gritty, but uh, you take it and it, it lets you in uh, battery cases from keyboards. <laughs> it lets, yeah, it lets you use it, uh, you know, through through the case. Now, the battery, you know, the battery case didn't do it. Oh, <gasps> there's, I'm joking. I know. <laughs> so that's a whole pre-show thing, folks. I'm sorry about that. But anyway, um, here's the d- deal. You know, with case without a case, I'm still extremely delighted with the phone. I still think it is an issue, though. I, I really do believe it's an issue. Yeah, I, I think they'll. They'll do something. I, they'll either coat that outer band with some kind of powder coating, or, or they'll do something. But they'll do something. Here's the thing, though. I watched the. I don't know if you watched it. I watched the press release like no, after the fact. Yeah. Know? See, I hate that about Apple. I just want to say, Apple, I hate you for not just making your crap live and, and streaming. They it. used to do that back in the day, and and I hate but them for not doing it. It make it makes you me could, sick. I don't ever want to see another live blog thing. It gets boring. You could tell when Steve said, "People said we should give out a." Uh, Give give everybody a case, okay. Here, we'll give you free cases. You could tell that him saying that sentence tasted so bad in his mouth. He was just not a happy guy. Yeah, and he was just the look on his face and the tone. He's like, "You baby said you you know the he's talking about the press. You, you baby said you wanted a case for free. All right, whiners, here's your dang case. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's exactly the tone that that he took. So. Uh, like I said, though, I, I think I think now everybody's past it. Obviously, uh, the stock market and the and the, the quarter results show that people, the general public, honestly, at this point, is going to move on. Yeah, uh, I think 
yeah, I, I don't think it's going to be a big deal. In in three months, you're not going to hear anything about it yeah. anymore. By the way, hello to Emily Biting in the chat room. Yeah, a rare appearance for my wife. Hello. So, um, yeah, I do want to mention one thing that was totally awesome about this press event. Okay. Now, of course, it was just a screenshot. I didn't really see anything else about it. Uh, but I did notice that the proximity case is going to be fixed in the next iOS 4 update. Yeah, the proximity sensor, and that, that's the little thing. When you put the phone near to your face, it shuts off the screen so you don't accidentally hit things. Which I'm doing all the time. And the way it is now is if, especially with people who had the phone before, muscle memory, when you kind of when you held the phone, I always held mine kind of at an angle yep. a little bit. Yep. Because I didn't want like all my gross face junk to get on the phone, right? Well, I just do it just because that's how I hold it. Yeah. But, yeah. but on the new phone, it kind of makes the screen come on. I've transferred calls to other people. I've dialed on top of people, and I've hung up on them. So yep. uh, nine times out of ten now, if I take a call, I put my headphones on. Yeah, it's, it's a, that is a huge issue. The antenna, antenna issue for me, not a big deal. No. Proximity. Sense, and you're, I'm like, you and I are like the third people that, that I know that have experienced issues. And, with it. Yeah, it, it is it is a major issue. Yeah. But it is one that can be fixed in software. Oh yeah, they really just, easy. Yeah, they just tweak the threshold or whatever. But yep. yeah, so I, I'm glad that they addressed that that made me feel good too. Yeah, um and and you know and before we get off of the press event, what I mean, we mentioned free you're going to get a refund for your bumper. Mm-hmm. But if you haven't heard, if you live under a rock, <laughs> they are giving away free cases or bumpers uh you get your choice. If you go to the Apple website, they said sometime this week. Is it live yet? Not yet. I'm thinking probably Friday. Yeah, you'll hear about it on Twitter or Facebook or something. And if they handle it the same way they did the, uh, I don't know if you remember when they did the refund, uh, you got 100 bucks like in store credit or whatever for the iPhone when you bought yeah. it like, right away, they lowered the price. I got mine after they lowered the price. So how did that work, Source Chris? Subject. Uh, it was cool. You logged in, you, you signed up with your... Um, you know, your Apple ID, they had a record. Since you use your Apple ID to activate your phone, they had record of your phone. You just hit a button, boom, you could print out the uh, certificate. Or, you know, you get a code, you could use it online, or you print out a thing, you could use it in the store. It was really, really easy. That's awesome. I mean, it was two seconds and you're done. Well, I can't wait because, uh, you know, I I bought the, you know, the Barney purple case. <laughs> the iFrogs. The iFrog purple we Barney case. Um, you know, it's it's pretty decent. Uh, like the feel of it, that soft kind of plastic. Yeah, it, it's nice. It's it's still a little bit more bulky than what I want. And uh, the only thing I don't like about it, it, well, there are two things I don't like about it. I don't like its color. Um, and it was the only thing available. Either that or super, super, super like scorching hot pink. I would have uh, got the pink. Yeah, I almost did <laughs> just for the heck of it. But um but yeah, that, I mean, I, I don't like that, and I just don't like the the overall feel of um, you know, just its bulkiness. So I'm I'm hoping that they'll have a different case that that might that I might like a little bit more than that. It's not terrible though. It's not terrible. It's not terrible. Cool. All right. So um, to to know that I'm getting a free case is cool. Yeah, you can get your bumper. All right. Something really awesome. Uh, Skype just had a brand new update yesterday. Did you see this? I know. I I'm thinking my my mom's on Skype. Uh, my dad's on Skype. And a couple other people I know are on Skype. I'm thinking about downloading it and then just letting it run in the background all the time. Uh, yeah. You, and by the way, we're talking about the Skype for iPhone app. Also works on the iPad. But what we're talking about does not work on the iPad because the iPad, for some reason, does not yet have I want to talk about that a little bit. 
after after having my iPad now for a week, I want to talk about. Oh, it. you just let the cat out of the bag. Oh, my bad. I mean, <clears throat> oh wait, we we did talk about the bypad. Yeah, we'll fix that in post. All right, yeah, not, right. <laughs> so anyway, but let's talk about the Skype for just a minute though. Is right now my Skype is? Uh, let me just make sure. Yeah, it's still running. And That's so cool. check this out. I mean, if if I just happen to be doing anything, if somebody sends me a Skype message, it just pulls up a little notification. It's like boom, and it's like <sighs> you hit view to see the message and chat right back to it. See, that's the thing. I I, I, I love the that. The only time I've used Skype is for us, you yeah, know, for the show. Um, this might be the the thing that kind of makes me use Skype all the time now. Yeah. Um, you know, I I I'm, I'm old. You're old. I've been using IM and all that stuff for all for the longest time. I don't even keep that running on my phone just because it's kind of a pain. What is it? IM and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't do I I mean the, Skype is my IM. But client. I might I might start switching things over to Skype and then leave that running all the time because someone can voice call me if they want to through mm-hmm. Skype for free. For and it's free. free over 3G. Skype said they will not for the be, rest of the year. Yeah, they won't be charging so for the rest of the year. Oh, just for the rest of the year. Until the end of the year and then they will have a small annual fee that you can pay to have that as a service, which I think is perfectly fine. And of course, there it, the small annual fee is just to be able to do 3G calling. Oh, so so if you're on Wi-Fi, you're still you're still free to make the audio calls on Wi-Fi. You know that might not. You know, I, I was thinking. You know, I've got my Google Voice account. It may not be a bad idea to make to buy a Skype in number as my business line, and then yeah, because then then that's effectively you got two lines now on your iPhone. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. It's a thought. I don't know. I, I mean, it's you, there's a lot you can do, but I tell you, I'm I'm pretty excited about Skype being on there. That's how I, of course, do my interaction with my all my co-hosts, yourself, and and everybody else that I work with, and it's also how I I interact most. You know, to have that instant connection with my virtual assistant Andrea. So we we used to use instant AOL Instant Messenger and. I only used that with her because I thought she used it with a lot of other people. And she says, gosh, Cliff, I only used this to work with you. And I'm like, oh, well, <laughs> dude, let's dump that and move to Skype. And she yeah. goes, how's Skype work? And I'm like, let's get you on there and find yeah. out. My, my wife just used Skype for the first time uh, with her friend in Phoenix. And it was tear producing. Let's just put it that way. A, a, friend, of, a friend of ours just had a kid and, you know, it was kind of cool to be able to see the baby and, you know, moving and interacting and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah. Skype is awesome. Done FaceTime yet? Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. What do you think about FaceTime so far? Uh, I don't think it's a feature I'll use a lot, but when I do use it, I like it. Yeah. You know, I, like I talked to my buddy Casey, and uh, it was just kind of fun to talk to him and see his, see his daughter. And uh, I don't know. It, 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 it's kind of gimmicky, but it's kind of cool at the same time. I had a conversation with my good friend Chef Mark last night. Now, Chef Mark and I have done some video Skype back and forth before. But a majority of our conversations as friends has been just audio only via the telephone or or, or just Skype audio only. Right. Uh, well, no, actually, whenever we've done Skype, I think we've mostly done Skype with video. Uh, it's all right. That we hear those every now and then. Jeez, <laughs> it's just a, like a sonic boom in the in the house. That's why we tell them to keep four all four legs of the stool on the floor. But uh, okay. you know, occasionally they they tip. <laughs> Uh, we're right underneath in here in the gspn.tv world headquarters it's right underneath the uh, cafeteria in casa da ravenscraft oh yeah it's a nice complex exactly okay go ahead so um yeah where was i face chat face chat so mark and i were talking now i think when we've done skype we pretty much do skype with video We're, we're good close friends and stuff like that uh but normally we're sitting up at a computer you know and and stuff like that um 
last night we did an informal face chat and he's kind of laid back and I'm kind of laid back. One of the things that I'll, I'll tell you right now is I despise the uh, fisheye view. Fisheye view. Yeah. Yeah. Look at it. Next time you do face chat, um, hold, hold the camera up close to you and look at the fisheye effect. It's kind of like an amusement. Uh, amusement. Oh, really? Yeah, it does that whole. If if you hold it up, your face gets a little fatter. And the wonder if they did that so they can get the widest viewing. Angle. I think exactly. Well, that's exactly what they're doing. Is that I noticed that it gives you that wide view angle and it gives a little fish eye effect. Huh. And so it, you look a little funny. I I must say. And when you're you know when you're kind of casually just laying back, it's it's just a it's an awkward angle to be looking up from yeah. somebody to. So so that's it's a little weird and and I will tell you that the conversation that Mark and I had was probably a whole lot different and not as friendly and and as you know just casual as it would be otherwise because you feel like you're on Exactly. Yeah. And and so it was a little odd. Although I will say that it's cool because, you know, he was able to see, you know, it's like he was able to chat with Stephanie and see her back and forth. Right, right. And the whole, you know, oh, hey, Megan. Oh, my gosh, you're so growing up. And it's like that, you know, that is what makes it cool. Yeah. But here's the situation. I like FaceTime. I love that it's an option. I will use it probably from time to time. But... I I will still want to do just regular audio phone calls for a majority of my conversations. Right. But I will also want to have FaceTime as well. But it's, I want to have yeah, it via 3G, by golly. Well, yeah. I, I think it's nice to have it built in. You don't have to download a separate app and, and do all this, that, and the other to, to, you know, like if I'm talking to somebody and I'm, you know, a lot of times I'm in Wi-Fi, and if something cool happens and they've got an iPhone 4, I don't have to like close the application and open up Fring or something else and then launch it. I just say, hey, dude, check this out. Hit the button. Boom, I'm showing him you know, whatever I'm seeing. You know? Right. I, that's when I think I'll use FaceTime if I'm somewhere where I want someone to see something that I know will interest them. The problem I have is, is that you know, the number of people that I'd want to do FaceTime, face chat with or FaceTime with, I, most of those friends yet haven't upgraded to iPhone 4. Mm. And so, like you know, I'd love to. I'd love my friend Robert Johnson to have FaceTime. He's yeah. down in. He's down in Florida. He doesn't have iPhone four yet. So see, that's, that's advantage- somebody I would love to do FaceTime with. It's the advantage of having a lot of your friends that used to work at the Apple Store. Yeah. <laughs> and now I will tell you, Stephanie doesn't have a uh, iPhone four yet, and it's not because she doesn't can't. You know that I won't get her one. I mean, right. I'd go get her one. Well, obviously, I can't go to get her one today because nobody has a flip an iphone somebody please get upset with your service and return your phone to the kenwood apple store please i think we're going to see desktop applications and and a bunch of other stuff that's going to support this this whole protocol yeah so i think like six months from now it's going to be a much different story i hope it's only six months yeah i hope it's only six months i i I wish it would be sooner but the thing is is, uh, you know if they had if they had iphone if they had it over 3G mm-hmm. and you could do it, mm-hmm. I, 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 there, I wouldn't. I, I'd do anything I could to get Stephanie the iPhone 4. But she right now, there's no reason for her to do it. I mean, you know, FaceTime would be cool, but it's not something that we're going to use a whole lot. But, you know, if there's somebody I'd want to FaceTime with, I'm going, I'm going to Boston in August, actually in a couple of weeks, and it would be really nice to be able to do FaceTime. Right. But I don't know. I don't know. Oh, well. Yeah. You, get, you get Skype. Yeah. Well, I don't know, because if I go to Boston, I'm thinking about not taking anything other than my iPad and my iPhone. So. Let, me, let me ask you a question. Yeah. 
let's say when they bring out iOS 4 on the iPad. Yeah. Which is weird. When you use the iPad after using your iPhone 4 for a while, yeah. it feels a little like it's missing something. The iPad does. Yes. Yes. Uh, now, see, you had the privilege of using your iPhone 4 before getting an iPad. Right. And see, I had the other experience. I had, you know, I was using the iPad, and it's like everything I could ever do on my iPhone, I could do better on my iPad. Right. Now it's kind of flip-flopped a little bit. Flip-flopped. So uh, I'm wondering, now, when, what if Apple did this? And I, I, I asked this the other day, and, and I thought it was a pretty cool idea. Let's say they decide you know to release in September because they always do new iPod touches and stuff in September with can- with four facing cameras for FaceTime. So now FaceTime's on iPod touches, maybe even normal iPods and the iPhone. What if they said, okay, you can get FaceTime for your iPad? You know they're going to release iPads next year with cameras. Let's just yeah, that's what they're that, going to do. They have to, right? What if though for oh I don't know fifty bucks, forty bucks. You could buy a camera, an eyesight camera that fits into the bottom connector here. And since yeah. you can, since you can position this any way you want, this is still right side up. I would probably pay for that. Yeah, I'll tell you what I would pay for is a case that had a camera built, just one of those little pinhole cameras built into it. Right. That only added maybe you know I don't know what is that a quarter of an inch at the top. That would be cool too. And you plug that into the dock, and it actually has a thirty pin adapter underneath that, and then it it still fits within some yeah that'd be some fine special cases yeah. or something. Yeah, because Apple said that you can build peripherals that plug into the bottom of this. Yep. So I don't see I don't see any reason why they couldn't do something like that. You can either buy an eyesight camera like that or a case that has that camera in it. I think that would be killer. Yeah. And that way you wouldn't have to buy a new iPad. Yeah. Which is probably what Apple doesn't want you to do. But right. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. Well, that, I mean, that's the only that is, in my opinion, that is the only reason that the iPad, the first gen iPad, does not have a camera in it, is because they know that they could sell millions and millions and millions of people new iPads as soon as they launch version 2 with the camera. I won't buy one with a camera. I will. Yeah. I mean, I I think FaceTime is going to be that valuable. I really do. Well, then I'll have it on my iPad Nano. (laughs) iPad Nano. (laughs) Did I not tell you that you would call it an iPad Nano? Yeah, it's weird. After using the iPad and then I go back to the iPhone, it's like, wow, it's so small. It is so small. The keyboard is like, it's... It's like you just, it's like, honey, I shrunk the kids. I type different on each one, though. I yeah. type with two thumbs on this. Yeah. And I'm still really fast on this. I type, if I type like this, it's like that, and it's a little slower. Mm-hmm. But I type a lot like this, and I type just like I would on a normal keyboard, and I'm pretty fast on this. Well, let me ask you, um, when did you get your iPad? I got it uh, a week ago. A week, is it a week Thursday? I think it was a week Thursday. What's your favorite thing about the iPad? Just in general or an app or just in general? In general and then an app. My favorite thing about it, it feels like it's a very futuristic feeling. Yeah. I know it sounds weird. Like just being able to flip around like this. Is it magical? It is. It is. <laughs> I hate to say it. It makes me so mad. But yeah, I mean, doing things like email. I love using email on here. I love it. I think it's it's so nice to just kind of go through here and poke around and stuff like that I, I just love everything about it the interface is nice sitting on the couch and using it is nice the battery life is ridiculous um the battery life is what i love the most my that is my favorite feature of the ipad emily said i don't mind looking over and seeing you using that on the couch 
it's different than when your like face is buried in your laptop. It's just something different about it. Yeah. Um. Just it's just a joy just to hold and use. And I and remember when I said I don't see myself taking it out of the house. Uh huh. Okay. The way I've decided now <laughs> is that my laptop is my work computer. It's yeah. gonna I, when I use it, it's probably gonna be on a desk. Yep. Every other time, I'm either going to be using my iPhone uh-huh. or my iPad. Yep. If I'm going somewhere like a meeting or, or here or someplace where you know that you'll make use of it. Exactly. I'll take my iPad. You better believe you will. The iPhone will be with me for everything else. But if you're just going to the store, you're just going out to dinner, you're not taking the iPad. If I'm going to a friend's that. house. I'm not taking the iPad with me. Right. I'll have my iPhone. It does a 99% majority. of what this does. Right. Uh, so, yeah, that's kind of the, the paradigm shift, which... Kind of makes me go, ah, oh, maybe I should have got the 3G, but I don't want to spend the money on that. I will tell you, I, I'm wishing I would have got the 3G now. Just to have data if I, if I wanted it. Uh, of course, I did download an app for my iPhone that has secret tethering in it. Oh, the uh, app, the uh, flashlight, I got that. Yeah. Now, does that... Do, no. no. I, it's, <laughs> that's why I sit there. It's like, as soon as I saw somebody on Twitter say that it was available, I'm like, dude, I'm going to go get that. And then it's, yeah. like, it's like, that's the old net share. It's like, if I wanted to tether to a... A laptop? Yeah, yeah. Who, now, who takes a laptop out of the house anymore? Once I can tether with this wirelessly, we won't talk about that, uh, then I won't worry about it. But uh, my favorite app on this right now is an app that came out yesterday. Okay. And it's called Flipboard. I got Flipboard, and I think it's going to get boring. I think it's awesome. Tell I, me why you like I it. I love it. Uh, because I already use Twitter as a news source. Yeah. And the fact that it takes all those links that I see from people and automatically puts them in like an RSS kind of thing, uh-huh. I really like. Plus, I also subscribed to all the uh, all the other stuff like Flip Tech, Flip Music, and it, it aggregates a bunch of sites. Are you going to sneeze? Yeah. It aggregates a bunch of sites. Not now. It's either that or you're going to have a stroke. Um, <laughs> it, oh, it aggregates man. a bunch of sites that I already go to. So for me, this is like a really cool RSS reader. Folks, it's called Flipboard, F-L-I-P-B-O-A-R-D. It's beautiful. Go, go check it out. It is pretty cool. The only thing I hate about it is that you can't... It's beautiful. I want more yeah. customization. Like, for example, they have this ugly picture of this cartoonish girl that that's on the front of the flip tech. It changes. See, now it's a no. kid. No. Well, it ha- no, it, it's still the flip... When I open it up, it's still the cover art is still the that same image. I wanted to change that. It changes it. No, it it doesn't. It's been that every single time I've ever opened this thing. Oh, really? Yeah, it's still that girl. Oh. Um, I opened it up last night, and it was like cars. Yeah. yeah see, watch. I just opened it. Netflix challenge. All right. Well, no. See, look. It's still it's still that. The other thing I don't like is like Flip Tech. It says, oh, recent contribu- contributions from PE Hub. Uh, and then it's got Mashable, TechCrunch, and VentureBeat. And I just, want Vin- I just want Mashable. I don't want all the other junk. There's an easy way to do that. How? Uh, you search for Mashable, and uh-huh. when you add a section, and you can you grab their Twitter feed, which all Mashable's Twitter feed is is a syndication of their RSS. Oh, yeah. Or what? Or what you could do, Cliff, is uh, create lists of sites and Twitter that you like, and then you can follow that list. Follow the list, yeah, and and then that list becomes your news source. Exactly. I like that. I like that. Um, I've been looking for a, a newsreader. I've got uh, I've got uh, Pulse on my iPhone. I haven't. 
That's one rub. That's one rub that I have with the iPad. What is that? I have to buy apps twice, and that's really upsetting me. Yeah, that that you know, I hear that. I heard that a lot when the iPad first came out, and I said, "Listen, you know, if you like the application and you bought it because it was functional on it, and you want it for your your iPhone, while Bug Alley, you supported the developer for creating a totally awesome <sighs> app for your iPhone." And if they want to make a little extra money because they took the added effort and energy to create a totally awesome experience on the iPad, then by golly, pay for the iPad version. It's the same thing. No, it's not the same thing. If it's the same thing, then use the iPhone and blow it up two times. And if you're saying, well, I would really love it if it looked a lot better, well, guess what? That has to happen. You have to have a developer who makes it look better, who does more work. And I have no problem. You know, I, I like the universal. Dude, you're, I would you be willing- are now a content producer, a self-employed guy. Here's the thing, though. And you have to understand what it's like to put work out there and, and be okay now, with people making money here's from the it. Thing. Now, now with... Okay. If I was a developer, uh-huh. I would maybe make... Three versions. Okay. You have a, a low-cost version for the iPad, a low-cost version for the iPhone. And if you added them together, if you bought both of them, they would cost more yeah. than if you bought the third version, which is for both. Okay. I, I would rather spend a buck or two more per app to be able to get it on both, to get okay. a universal app. You, do you, you know what I mean? Yep. Like Air, like I use Air Video, mm-hmm. and it's the one app for both. You know, yeah. I, I would much rather spend a little bit more money to get to get a version that works for both. No, that makes, that makes a lot okay. of sense, okay. but... But I, but you see where I'm coming from, though. It's yeah, like, it's and like, I don't listen. Every, anything you've ever purchased, it, see, I don't buy the argument that argument that you have to buy it a second time. That because that's just yeah. not true. Because there is not a single iPhone application that will not run on there. Yeah, yeah, they just don't look as good. Well, uh, I, well, that's what I'm saying is, and it takes work and I run to make that available. I run different apps on my iPad than I do on my iPhone. Mm-hmm. I, I do too. There there are some. I have a handful iPhone. of games like Peggle. Uh, Pangolin so, stuff translate pretty well over. Yep. Uh, I did get Plants vs. Zombies high def just because yes, it's, got, it's awesome. And it's got more stuff. Uh, yeah, I got I got a couple cool, cool games. Plants vs. Zombies, uh, something called Osmos HD. Yeah. Have you played with Uzu yet? Wow. Uh, no. Oh, my gosh. You want to see something cool? Uzu is a Twitter application, right? <laughs> no, no, no. By the way, folks, if you haven't done... Oh, done this monkey island 2 you special need, edition you need awesome. to go you guys need to go to uh the ipad store and it's free i think it's free if not it's like a dollar 99 or 99 cents uh, it's like but a particle yeah it, thing. It's, it's all about kinetic energy yeah. and and dude it, it is absolutely amazing <laughs> what you can do with this thing man that would totally keep the kids entertained oh it keeps it keeps me in there <laughs> keeps the big kid entertained <laughs> oh i got a case for too um i got i no one had this case i looked and by this case you're looking at my in case convertible book cover right so i got which yours looks exactly like it i got the in case book cover okay let me take a look at that kind of the same thing uh it doesn't have the 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 intermediary steps that you have so i can't really put it in portrait mode on my desk but i i can kind of okay i can kind of sit it i can flip it over and use it for the key you know for the keyboard right and then what I do is here, I'll show you real quick. Hold on one second. Where how do you slide it in? Because I see man, you're oh, it's Velcroed. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like the Velcro. It's really secure too. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The Velcro on the side is now is see a now sweet you deal. can also if you it depends on what kind of table you use, but I really I mean I can 
if I want to watch something, I can sit it like this, and it, yeah. it works just fine. Like most tables have a little with this material is a little sticky. Yeah. So yeah, I can I can use it like that. I can also flip it over and use it. You know, yeah. as a keyboard, and I I like the case. It it's got the little the now, little band. Just when like, you're at home, do you keep it in the case or you, do you it slide it out? A lot of times I keep it in the case, uh, but I've been finding that it feels better. Hmm. God, that's so terrible. It feels better not in the case. Yeah. So I I hold it. Uh, without the case, just when I know that I'm not going to be banging around. I've got two dogs that are crazy. So um, I'm really scared about kind of leaving it out with them. Like, they'll just jump on top of you and stuff like that. So with the case, I can kind of close it real quick if they're coming, you know. Yeah, I, I keep the case close by, but I, it, it's just there for when I leave the house. All righty. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. Um, Karen wrote in, and she said that she wanted to let us know that the FileMaker is, is now available for the iPad. She writes in and says, Listeners who have iPads and are fans of the database program FileMaker will be happy to learn that they are coming out with a version of FileMaker for the iPad. This is welcome news as FileMaker takes advantage of Macs being much more intuitive than other databases and uh, on other formats. FileMaker is available in most OS formats, but... Uh, started in the Mac. Enthusiastically, Karen. Yeah, uh, Apple. It's actually FileMaker. A lot of people don't know this. FileMaker is actually a wholly owned subsidiary of Apple. Oh, nice. Yeah, and they've been that way for that's. Years. Like, it's just a database program, right? Yeah, it's kind of like a, if you're used to uh, Microsoft Access. Mm-hmm. It's like Access, but a little more friendlier to use, right? Uh, and there's also like if you need if you want um, database stuff on your iPhone, and you want to buy F- FileMaker for your iPad and stuff's like fifty bucks, right? You can get Bento. Yeah, which I have. Uh, I don't have it installed right now, but Bento is a really neat little program. You can keep databases of things like you know all your recipes or all your CDs or DVDs and stuff like that. There's a bunch of pre-made kind of database templates, but you can make your own. You can keep track of, like your weight and calories and stuff like that. So it's a it's a neat little file make uh, little database program. It's called nice. Bento, and you can also you can actually get Bento for the Mac too. Let me ask you this, because I'm thinking, you know, maybe that's a great way to track all my plus memberships and all that other stuff. Of course, I'm using High Rise right now, which they don't allow you to do any custom fields or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, 37 signals is very. This is our way or the highway, exactly. Which I kind of like too, but I, yeah, I, I mean, it makes. I mean, they're always working. Yeah, and, you might want to look at Bento on, at least on the desktop, and then you can get uh, Bento for your your. Do they sync? Oh yeah, they sync well. Uh huh. Okay. Bento. Bento. B-E-N-T-O. All right. And can and so obviously it'll back up in my time machine. Uh, mm-hmm. What about the, there's no way to, do they have an online version that I can actually, you know, have it sync to an online version? Because see, man, if I, I know had that. FileMaker can. I'm not sure about Bento. So but. FileMaker does have an online version. So if oh, I. Oh, yeah. Ha- you can, actually, uh, we used to run, uh, we used to have built, we built a, um, in FileMaker, we built like a where are you board. Uh-huh. You know, with this, are you in, are you out, where are you, things like that. Right. We built a board like that for the ad agency that I worked in. Okay. And uh, yeah, it ran online. It had its own like web development server thingy in it. All right. Well, I'm going right here on Saturday. Look into FileMaker and possibly Bento. But if Bento doesn't have the online, I don't want it. I'm checking right now for okay. you. Very cool. All right, and while you're doing that, we're going to play a little feedback from John, who called in regarding something Wayne had called in about a little while ago. Hello, Cliff and Chris. This is John from Dallas, Texas, calling for help I got a Mac. In regards to Wayne's question about using Dropbox with 1Password, I I currently use that to keep all my computers in sync with the same passwords. 
you can store your keychain file, which actually has all your passwords in it, uh, in one password on Dropbox, and then use it, or access that same keychain on any computer that has one password and Dropbox installed. The other advantage to it is you can also use a feature in one password called one password anywhere with that file and access your passwords on a computer that doesn't have one password installed. All right. Well, there we go. That was quick and to the point. The only thing is, though, John, is I think um, Wayne's question was about the iPhone application version of 1Password and how does that integrate using the Dropbox? Is there some kind of way that you can uh, have that integrate your with what the keychain that's in your Dropbox? Is it possible to have that you know integrated and have the iPhone application pull from that data. So I think that that is what he was looking uh, for. So, and uh, Patrick is in our chat room. He says, speaking of storing passwords online, I heard I heard about something called LastPass discussed in Security Now, which is a This Week in Tech uh, production. So, anyway, very cool. What did you find out about Bento? Bento doesn't look like it does any online stuff. All right. So I probably wouldn't be interested in that because I want my virtual assistant to be able to have web access to control all of that stuff. Yeah, FileMaker, you can publish data to the web. So Publish data to the web. That doesn't sound like syncing, though. Hmm. I don't know. You'll have to look into it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to have to look into it. All right, man. Well, hey, it's been awesome to have you in the studio, Chris. Yes. And fun stuff. And I love this music in the background. <laughs> weird isn't that cool how i made that loop over and over again it looks it i'm glad you know how to use an audio editing software yeah <laughs> anyway if you guys want to check out chris's uh band on itunes go to gspn.tv slash chris on itunes <laughs> gspn.tv slash chris on itunes by the way have you checked to see if you've sold any albums uh, let, me, let me look real quick He's going to look real quick Oh and by the way This is a great time to tell you Do you have comments, questions, feedback For Help I Got a Mac We would love for you to give us a call 859-795-4067 Again the phone number 859-795-4067 What'd you find? Uh, I have to log in Okay he's still <laughs> logging in I, I forgot my password I'll tell you what, we'll give you a report next week. Yeah. Go buy his album. (laughs) We'll talk to you next week. Everybody, God bless, and we'll talk to you then. See ya.